party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week, I am joined by Chris O'Neill from Ninth Level Games for a playthrough of Did You Hear About the Kid That Died Here? One of the many role-playing games, card games, board games, and LARPs featured in the Tragedies of Middle School anthology. Currently on Kickstarter, Tragedies of Middle School is an anthology of games built around the greatest horror ever known, Junior High. It takes classic teenage experiences like Spin the Bottle, Seven Minutes in Heaven, Student Council, and Bloody Mary, and turns them into thrilling, enthralling story game experiences. It's got a ton of really cool designers, a ton of really exciting games, and you should absolutely check out the Kickstarter by following the link in the show notes. Did you hear about the kid that died here? Specifically, a two-player horror game about a haunted house, a Ouija board, and the worst birthday of a 13-year-old's life. So let's get to it and throw it over to me in the past so he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. I'm sitting down with Chris O'Neill from Ninth Level Games. Chris, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Thanks, Jeff. So at the top of the show, I'm going to throw it over to you. Uh, if there's anything you want the audience at home to know about, any cool projects you're working on, anthologies of games that you have kickstarting, that oh, sort of thing, well, uh, I, I don't know. That's uh, that's pretty good. I do actually have an anthology of, of, of games that are on Kickstarter currently. It's wild how that works out sometimes. Sometimes. So weird. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're on Kickstarter until 11-21, so until November 21st. It's the Tuesday after PAX. Um, we have a Kickstarter running for a, an, a collection of games. There's 20 games in it so far called The Tragedies of Middle School. And the concept of the book is that it, it is a collection of RPGs, LARPs, story games, and other strangeness. Uh, where we take an idea, some beloved piece of nostalgia from junior high, and we mix it with a horror trope. So there's a game, a story game called uh, Seven Minutes in Hell, where you play spin the bottle till someone gets possessed. Um, there's a, a LARP about Bloody Mary, um, which one of our co-creators, uh, a ninth level partner, Heather Wilson, is absolutely petrified of. She's super <laughs> afraid to play it. <laughs> Uh, she won't, like, she refuses to play it because she refuses to say Bloody Mary in a mirror. Um, That's fantastic. Right, so good. Uh, there's even, like, a card game in the in the book called um, Is There a Spider on My Head? Um, which literally is what it is. It's like you put a card on your head and you're like, is it a spider? Um, That's very good. I'm into uh, that. We'll play that a little later. We'll play that. Excellent, excellent, um, excellent. The uh, uh, But so all of the games, right, we have uh, a, a whole group of different designers and artists working, and uh, we're really, really excited about it, and the, the project's coming well. We're, as of this recording, we're uh, 75% funded, um, but what we're really looking for is to hit some stretch goals so that we can uh, make the book full color and we can add a couple of extra games. Um, we uh, Our first stretch goal is Hannah Schaefer. Um, who's, um, oh, that's awesome. That's I mean, so good. She's a brilliant designer. She's and, fantastic. Um, we really want her. She has a really cool idea and we want to get to her. So, um, and, uh, we'll be looking, you know, potentially, um, since we started this, a bunch of other designers have come out of the woodwork. They're like, Hey, uh, you need any stretch goals? So, uh, I feel like that's a good spot to be in, right? Like, it's a good spot to have people come in and be like, hey, I want involved in this. Right, because this sounds like a cool project. And we, we actually started this. Um, so some of the um, – a couple of these games when we – we realized a bunch of designers were all – we were all working on micro games that didn't fit mm-hmm. uh, in any other situation. And so really the only way to get them out there is through this anthology. Um, uh, and it was really exciting because all these people had different cool ideas. And so – and one of these uh, micro games we're, we're going to play right now. Yes. Uh, it is called uh, Did You Hear About the Kid That Died Here? It is a two-player game about a Ouija board and a ghost. Uh, it is why we are sitting back-to-back in my hotel room at Metatopia. 
which is uh, interesting. It's really weird because Jeff and I are not looking at each other. Yeah. Like, I am looking at the wall right now. And I am looking at my window, my shit, the blinds of my window, and the sun is peeking in. It's a prime horror environment. <laughs> I'm really excited. So, um, why don't you go ahead and take the reins, tell us how this is going to work, and we'll, we'll dive right in. Sure. And so, um, let me just uh, explain a little bit about the, the, the components. And in the Kickstarter, this game, we so there'll be a version of this game in the book. Um, did you hear about the kid who died here? And there, there's also an, uh, a higher level pledge where you'll get a tape case version of this, the rated R version. Um, uh, the rated R version is a little bit different. It has higher, it has actual components. Like you actually get pieces and it all comes in a tape case. Um, and so that's like an add on to the, to the campaign. So we're going to be playing with a, with a version of that. And here's, here's how this game is played. Uh, Jeff, it is your 13th birthday. Okay. Right. And you have had the worst birthday ever. Sure. Okay. But when does the game start? Oh, oh right, right. <laughs> so, um, uh, and what you need to do is because your birthday was so awful, you've decided to go and explore that haunted house. Sure. That makes sense. Um, and here are, there's some rules. You are going to, uh, we're going to, you know, standard role playing game activity. Right, you have a card in front of you. Yep. Right. At every time I tell you to increase that, you're going to increase on the skull track. Sure, sure, sure. My skull track is currently at zero, so every Cur- time you tell me to, I'm going to put it up by one. Correct. Now, anytime you try to do something uh, that is occult, strange, weird, or dangerous, sure, I'm going to randomly draw a card from a deck of nine cards. Okay. Uh, or I'm sorry, a deck of six cards. Uh, and on that, there's a number of skulls. If the number of skulls is equal to or lower than your number on your track, you do that thing. Cool. If not, you fail. That makes sense. Okay. Now, there's some other things about failure. I don't want to ruin it forever. Sure, sure, sure. We're going we're gonna to hear that. So here's the other big rule. Anytime you encounter a Ouija board, right, Yeah. Um, you must ask it questions. Okay. You are compelled. Right. And you are compelled until you get a no answer. Okay. Now, when you get a no answer, you are then freed of the compulsion and your track goes up one. Okay. Okay. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to take one of these cards. I'm going to put it up against the wall so you can see it. So uh, if the folks at home can imagine, we're sitting back to back. Yep. And the idea is that you would put these on the floor between you. Okay. Okay. On these cards, they say yes or no, like a Ouija board would. Um, and they also have some additional information. Um, so when I uh, – normally we would be sitting back to back. So what, what would happen is, is I would take uh, – and when there's a question of yes or no, I would take and I would uh, put the answer so that you can see it. So they don't have to say it. It increases some of the creep factor. Um, but the other thing is, is – and this is how we're going to play today – a lot of times, I'm not going to know the answer until you ask the question. Sure, that makes sense. Right, and I'm just going to let it randomly go, and I'm so I'm going to I'm going to improv off of that. Okay, okay? cool. And I'm not giving all the other rules. There's a couple of other other pieces, but I, I don't think they're necessary. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to start off. I'm going to shuffle these cards. All right, right, and I'm going to pull one, and it's going to give me an idea for me to to riff on. Okay, cool. Um, and I got it. Um. So for those at home, it's card number five, which Jeff doesn't know what that means. So. I do not. All right. You ready, Jeff? I'm ready. Um, so for this game, Jeff, are you going to be Jeff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you 13-year-old Jeff? 13-year-old Jeff. So I am wearing uh, sweatpants 
Is it is it now or is it when you were thirteen? Uh, it is when I was thirteen, which was two thousand. I'm thirty now, so it was the year two thousand on the dot. That makes me feel real old, Jeff. Yep, <laughs> living it, living the moment. Uh, it was the year two thousand. Y two K has just happened. Sure. Um, episode one has just come out. Sure. And, and you were really into it. I was real into it. I had not yet come around to realizing that it was not a good movie. So I'm, I'm wearing a Darth Maul t-shirt yeah, and yeah. sweatpants. Yeah, that seems real. Walmart sneakers, glasses that are crooked because I've been tackled in the yard, <laughs> and I'm by myself because I don't have a lot of friends at 13. Right. Okay. So, something, something happened today to make this the worst birthday ever. Um, my, so I have a brother. My brother, Matt, has his birthday three weeks before mine. Okay. And so my birthday got lost in the shuffle a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, classics, uh, 16 Candles. Yeah, yeah. So I think it is that, that, like, my parents, and my parents both worked. So, like, they were both at work. My brothers were all out with their friends. I didn't really have a lot of friends, like, in the area to hang out with. And I think I'm just, like, by myself the whole day. All right. 13 Candles. So you decide to go. There is a uh, there is a creepy old house. Um, wait, are we uh, are we in the city, the suburbs, uh, the country, s- suburb, country suburbs, country so suburbs? Like, yeah, about deep. like about a, maybe an hour out of Philadelphia. All right, deep, 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 deep out, right on the edge. Yeah, South Jersey, gotcha. Town, South Jersey, Town, South Jersey, um, down the creek. Uh, there is a, an abandoned old, um, there's an abandoned old ranch house that people say, uh, that's where all the cool kids go to, uh, uh, you know, to do bad things like paint the walls and stuff. Sure. Sure. So I've never been invited. No, right. So, but you know, it's your birthday and, and everybody else has forgotten you. So you're going to go, yeah. you're going to go check it out. Um, and it's down the creek and it is covered in, uh, when you get to the house, it is a low one story, uh, ranch house with like, it looks like people just kept adding rooms to it. Okay. Sure. Um, like it started out as like a starter home in the, uh, you know, in the sixties and then people just kept adding, you know, some, some mad person just kept adding rooms to it. Um, most of the windows seem boarded up. Um, but the, the front screen door is broken, but there's, there is a door on the front. Okay. I'm going to go up. I'm going to open the door slowly and, like, peek inside, see if anybody's around. You know, look around, make sure nobody sees me going in because I'm a, I'm a little bit afraid of breaking rules. Okay. So I'm going to, like, try and open the door real slowly and make sure that I'm not – that nobody's going to yell at me and that I don't get in trouble for going in. Well, let's see if anybody uh, – uh, uh, so you open the door and what do you do? It's dim inside. Um Let's say that it's uh, just a little past um, yep. it's a little past just the time it's getting dark. Uh, then, yeah, if, if there's nobody around and I'm not going to get in trouble, I'm going to, like, walk in and just stand around, look around for a moment, take in the fact that I'm breaking a rule and I'm very excited about that. Right. Well, there's a frisson, a frisson of, uh, of excitement as you, as you enter into this room. Yep. Um, in fact, it's palpable. The skin on your, uh, the back of your neck and your, the, your, 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 your arms tingles. You're very excited that you, uh, that you just broke this rule and you're in an empty room. Um, there is the one side, 
to 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 uh, to your left, there is a large open bookcase that you can see that there's another room on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, in front of you, there is an open walkway into the kitchen, and to your right, there is a hallway. Otherwise, you are in a room um, that is just uh, bare of any uh, furniture, but uh, covered in uh, beer bottles and uh, it's the year 2000, so uh, there's still yeah there's there's porno mags mm-hmm. there's um, uh, there's fireworks mm-hmm. like it, it it is this is a uh, the 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 dream of all the things that a 13 year old would want to find it it is a room full of naughty treasures yes and I am I am uncomfortable with all of them <laughs> I'm gonna like look at the bookcase and head towards like. Yeah, I'm gonna look around, like poke around the bookcase, uh-huh. and see what I find. All right, um, are, are you looking for something in particular? Just seeing what's there. Just looking for cool, cool old books. All right, let's let's see if you find any books. There's nothing on the bookshelf that stands out to me, right. so I'm going to uh, kind of poke at a few of the porno mags with my foot. Uh huh. Like, kind of like giggle at them. Sure. Like, look at them a little bit too long because I'm 13 and I'm uncomfortable, and then try to head towards that, that long hallway. Alright, so, um, you, uh, you walk to the, to the long hallway, you're thinking about things. The, the hallway is covered in, um, uh, lichen and bramble, right? Like, so okay. it's, you, the, this part of the house seems to have started to be, to, uh, be taken over by the, uh, by the crick. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of this hallway, there are one, two, three, four. There are four. Uh, there's a, there's a, like a, an open room and there are four doors. Um, and, and it is very dark because there are no windows down this hallway. So the only light that you're really getting is coming from, um, the, the slats, uh, the, 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 the front that, you know, the, the, of the house. I'm going to open the first door that I come across. Like, the first door that I hit in the hallway, I'm opening to hopefully find a window and let some light in. All right. So, the first door that you open is a bathroom. Okay. Um, and the bathroom um, looks like it has been um, demolished by, like, uh, people with baseball bats. In fact, there's a baseball bat on the floor. Uh, and there's a little bit of light coming through the uh, the the one. It looks like someone beat some of the slats mm-hmm. out. Um, remarkably, the mirror in the bathroom seems to be unmolested. I'm going to look in the mirror and, like, smile. I'm going to pick up the bat and try to look cool in the mirror and try to convince myself that I'm cool for doing this. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So give me a test. Okay. Because this is strange, weird, occult. Um, so what you're going to do is you're going to pull a card. All right. And you want to get equal to or higher. Equal to or lower than your current track number i did not i got three skulls and my track number is zero <laughs> yeah that's strangely that's gonna happen um you uh as you're as you're looking you feel um you, you you're like trying to act all cool and you see words appear on the mirror and it says nerd i i i uh in like glowing letters i get red in the face and i kind of like huff and i start like i contemplate hitting the mirror with the bat and i just I look around for a minute, and I'm going to do it. 
I'm gonna smash that. I'm gonna smash that mirror. I'm allowed to do bad things sometimes. All right. So before we do that, you you should have increased your um. So yes. you should have increased your track by one. Yes, I'm at skull one. Right. Okay. But now we're gonna do. So all the cards are back in play, mm-hmm. and you are going to smash this magical mirror with your bat. Three skulls again. My track goes up by one. All right. So your you smash the you smash the mirror and it doesn't break. Um. Uh, and there's kind of a, uh, a ripple effect and you hear, uh, some, some laughter that sounds like the older kids at school. Uh, and you hear, uh, something fall in the closet that's here in the bathroom. Uh, I am getting real red in the face and I'm just hitting the mirror again and again Oof. and it's not breaking and I'm just getting real angry and I hear something fall in the closet and I throw it open, bat in hand. Maybe ready to hit something, but also just real upset. And I'm kind of just like, somebody's here making fun of me, and I'm going to do something. Uh, and as you open it, there is a large, uh, it's, it's mostly filled with like, uh, uh, crushed up beer cans. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it like falls down. There is a, uh, shower of beer cans, and what's left is a Ouija board and a bottle of, Old granddad that's half open, that's half, half drank. Uh, I'm going to, I'm so upset that I'm going to do a thing that I didn't do at 13 and I'm going to drink that liquor. (laughs) I'm going to drink the old granddad and I'm going to gag and spit and cry about it and say, I don't like, I don't like this. Yeah, nobody does. So, but I'm then going to like take the Ouija board, the Ouija board, I'm going to put it down on the floor and I'm going to sit across from it. Okay. And I'm going to say, am I alone here? All right. So the compulsion, the Ouija board said no. So your, your tracker goes up one. Yep. What are you at? I'm at three. You're three. Um, uh, the Ouija board says no. You said, am I alone here? And uh, the planchette spins across and it lands on no. And there is a uh, a crack. Um, you don't have the compulsion to talk to the Ouija board anymore, but you hear – uh, uh, the fireworks in the, uh, in the living room, uh, going off. There's like an explosion of it, uh, and, uh, uh, banging on, on, on the walls all around you. I am immediately terrified. I am going to take the bat and like go towards the, the hallway. Mm-hmm. Keep, and like keep my back to the wall because I think that it looks cool and like, you know, I think it makes me feel like I'm in control, which for me is the important thing. Yes, the semblance of control. Yeah. And I'm going to, like, peer into that main room and see, like, if there are bullies or if the neighborhood kids are here lighting off fireworks. Um, so as you enter into the hallway, um, you see that there's actually graffiti that's on the walls that you didn't see before that says, come on, Jeff. Is there a, a spray can around? There is. I'm going to take that spray can and just spray, cross out all of it in, a, in, a, in an angry rage. Uh, in an angry rage, you spray uh, you spray the can. Uh, Draw a card. I got five skulls. <laughs> Only a three. All right. Not so good. You, um, you find yourself, you, you're, you're spraying away, and you find yourself sitting uh, across from the Ouija board back in the in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and you feel I, compelled I, to ask a question. I back into the room. I close the bathroom door, and I just start trying to breathe. I'm hyperventilating a little bit, and I sit down across from the Ouija board, and I say, Are you angry at me? I gotta know. Okay. 
Right. So your tracker goes to four. Yep. Five. My tracker goes to five because I was already at four because I drew. No, no. That one just resulted oh. in this. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm at four. Um, that so failure I'm... led to this four. Got it. Got it. Got it. Right. So I'm not. It's not mad at me. So whatever's here, I just have to be friendly and kind with it. I'm. So from out in the hallway, you hear, come on, Jeff. And I peer out into the, I, I, I breathe and I, I center myself and I grab, I put down the bat because I'm like, I'm not, this isn't, something here is just scared and sad and I'm that. So I'm just, so I'm just going to go out and smile and sit calmly in the center room. Come on. And I'm just gonna crack a beer and say, it's uh, you, nice you, to meet you. You feel hands on your shoulders, and it's like, uh, as you crack the beer, you hear, yeah, man. All right. Um, yeah, cool. Um, it's great to be here. Um, I probably shouldn't be here. I actually have to go. I have homework to do, and I don't want to Oh, no, Jeff, stay. No, I should definitely. Stay with us, Jeff. I definitely should hey, do man. that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. And I, 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 I take a swig of beer, and I spit it, because I don't do beer at this point in my <laughs> life. I spit it all over, and I just get up, and I start trying to run for that front door. All right. Give me a pull. One skull. It was yeah. a success. There you go. So you run. You, uh, you break. You feel hands um, across you. Um, and, uh, things pulling you, uh, but you, uh, you break free and you get to the door. Uh, and when you get to the door, uh, the door is gone. That's not great. Like where, you know, the door was, there's right. no door there. There's just a, there's just a window. And when you look at the window, you see, uh, you see a bunch of kids in, uh, jean jackets and long hair and they're, uh, uh, they're, uh, they got cases of, of, of Miller High Life and Paps Blue Ribbon and, uh, it's boys and girls and they're all coming into the house. And as you do that, you see that there's all these shimmering figures all around you. I start, um, slamming on the window to try to get their attention to be like, hey, 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 somebody let me out of here. The, uh, so you're slamming on the window. Give me a pull. Five skulls. That's, let's go. Uh, the track goes up to five. Right, so, you're, so you 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 were at four, right? Yeah. Okay. So you find yourself sitting. Um, so I slam on the windows for a really long. So you're, time. you're banging on the windows, and as you're banging, you find yourself sitting on the floor of the of the bathroom, and there's a Ouija board in front of you, and the planchette is slightly shaking. <sighs> Am I leaving here? Here, come on, Jeff. I got a four. No, does it, yes or no? Oh. It's a top one. Oh. No. <laughs> it's a no. I knew it was a no. I, that was one of those questions that you ask, and, you know, part of the joy of a Ouija board is you ask questions that you kind of know the answer to, but... Uh, yeah. So you're, so you're going to, uh, so you go to five on the track. Yep. Um, and uh, the compulsion to use the Ouija board is gone. You're standing there. Um, and there is uh, uh a uh, a long-haired boy and a short-haired girl, um, and they're kind of shimmering. You see them in the mirror as you stand up in the bathroom, and they're 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 beckoning to you, right? And you realize that they uh, uh, they're just wearing uh, they're just wearing underwear, and they're they're beckoning towards the that that everybody's going skinny dipping in the creek. And I stand up and I start I start to tear up and I start to cry, and then for a second I think about it and. 
no one's ever no one's ever beckoned before, right? No one's ever this I mean, they're not angry at me, like I know that from the Ouija board and honestly, like no one's ever invited me skinny dipping in the crick. Like this is if I'm not leaving here, there are worse places to be and worse crowds to hang out with than a group of people that are happy to see me. You find yourself sitting on the floor of the bathroom in front of the Ouija board. I sit and I say, am I welcome here? Are you making fun of me? Are you actually happy to see me? Yes. Um, okay. Um, cool is cool. Um, okay. I could keep asking questions, but I... You have to. Okay. Um, you are compelled. Am I going to be here forever? Yes. Um, can we get some more books in here? (laughs) No. Okay. It's not perfect. But you know what? So, um... It'll do. You seem resigned to your fate. And you ask a question and everyone turns at you and they're like, Books? Nerd? And they drag you into the crick. Inside the mirror. Yeah. And you drown. Yeah, I kind of saw that coming. Like the books were books were the wrong move. And that is, did you hear about the kid who died here? Dang, that game is really good. <laughs> I love that game. Holy crap! Yo, I mean, it's a it's a completely full um, role playing experience in a improv space. It takes about a half hour. Yeah, and it's it, it's it's emotional, right? Like it's real emotional. Yeah, I love God. I love playing myself. Like that was fun. Um, oh, I did not like me at 13. I'm, <laughs> I'm 30 now. Like, this is a good, this is good. Chris, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. This ruled. Oh, Jeff, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, playing some other games with you. Oh, absolutely. Um, So real quick, before we wrap up, where can people find your work and where can people find Tragedies of Middle School? So Tragedies of Middle School, you can find on Kickstarter until November 21st. 1121, the Tuesday, or the day after PAX Unplugged. The Tuesday after Tuesday PAX, PAX Unplugged. Tuesday after PAX Unplugged. If you are at PAX Unplugged, Ninth Level has a big booth, so come out and hang out with us. We have all of our games. And um, our other games, Couple Take My Baby, uh, Schrodinger's Cats, Knuckle Sandwich, uh, are all available uh, in, in, in retails. You can actually get Schrodinger's Cats at Barnes & Noble. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty rad. That's and, real um, cool. Our latest game, Barricades, um, is fulfilling. We'll be shipping that out to backers this month, and it will be uh, for sale at PAX Unplugged. That's awesome. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, Tragedies is a, a different kind of thing, and um, there's a lot of really cool games, and uh, check it out. Awesome, 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 awesome. Well, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take it, future me. Thanks, past me. And thanks again to Chris for coming on to the show. That game was really, really fun. Be sure to check out the Tragedies of Middle School Kickstarter. It is packed with so many cool games, and there are so many cool creators working on the project, and I so thoroughly want to see this project come to life. So click the link in the show notes, back the Kickstarter, let's make this cool thing happen. You should also follow Ninth Level Games on Twitter, at Ninth Level. Then while you're on Twitter, follow this show at Party of One Pod, then slide over to Facebook and like the show at facebook.com slash Podcast. Then, if you're feeling very generous, give us a nice iTunes review, give us a social media shout-out or a word-of-mouth recommendation. All of those things help new people find the show, which helps us do bigger, better, and cooler things. Also, consider backing the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash partyofonepodcast. Patreon backers get access to bonus material, many podcasts and interviews, and Patreon dollars help pay for hosting fees, equipment costs, and convention appearances. 
Oh, and speaking of conventions, first, thank you so much to everyone who stopped and chatted with me at Metatopia this past weekend, to all of the people that were in the various playtests that I played in, and to all of the people that played the Mission Accomplished playtests. Mission Accomplished is the spy fiction social spin doctoring RPG that I'm working on. I'm really excited about it, and the playtests went really well, and gosh, it's one of my favorite experiences of the year. I love Metatopia so much. So thank you so much to everyone that I saw there. And also, this coming weekend, Friday to Sunday, I'm going to be in Dayton, Ohio for a Catacon, and I'm really excited about that. Let's just do cons forever, because cons are great. In fact, the following weekend, I'm going to be back home in Philadelphia, the greatest goddamn city in the world, for my third convention in three weekends, because that's a decision I made with my life, for PAX Unplugged. So if you're going to be at a Catacon or PAX, be sure to at me, see me, shake my hand, chat with me. I'm really excited to see you. Chatting with people is my favorite part of conventions. I love it. So, please, I hope to see you at either of those two conventions. Anyway, if you want to hear more from me, consider checking out All My Fantasy Children, the podcast in which Aaron Catano, Saez, and I take your listener prompts and turn them into beautiful, thriving, vibrant role-playing game children. You can find that at allmyfantasychildren.com. Party of One is produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Mega Ran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you'd like to acquire about advertising rates, coming on to the show, or you want to tell me about your worst birthday ever, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. Well, that's it for me. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day, such as by voting, because this episode comes out on election day, so go fucking vote. But also remember that self-care and self-love are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on. Never gonna die.